Hey guys, good morning. Welcome back. Some of you have been gone. I want to take it kind of easy on you guys. I know I'm not usually like that, but you guys have had a pretty full week. So uh, I want to congratulate you guys on another well done for VBS. Great job, you guys, all of you. Was she stuck at the border? Oh, I sure did. You'll have to edit that out. <laughs> Sophia, thank you for joining the last uh, migrant caravan. Let's go. <laughs> what if she got offended? She doesn't. She gives it right back. Ask her someday about her trek from uh, Guatemala, how it was for her being brought into this country illegally by coyotes. She'll tell you all about it. <laughs> So, welcome. Anyway, I know you guys have had a long week, and I can tell you, I can speak on behalf of all the leaders, because we all had kids here involved. Job well done. You guys did a great job. I know it's exhausting, but uh, um, if you did not do VBS because you felt like it was more important for you to go on a personal vacation, well, shame on you. You know who you are. I get it. Some of us did have to work. Some of us did have to work. Hey, I, I came for like 20 minutes just to say hi. But I get it. Um, I heard a bunch of you guys, I've heard some stories of saying, wow, it's, it's so exhausting. It's, it's hard. You know, ministry's hard. And a lot of you guys were even saying how wild some of the kids were. Kagan, I did hear a personal testimony from you since Jamie is discipling you about there's that one wild kid. Um, I'm sure she told you when we were in Ireland 2012, we had about 100 of them. We even had one named Jack. Oh, the, the kid that had the shank. Had a shank. So, fast forward. So, right now, he's got, he's, he'd be about 14 years old now. So, either he's killed somebody or he's still bringing a shank around. Who knows? But that's Ireland. It was totally different. I actually thought it was kind of cool because I'm like, all right, this dude's, you know, he's, he's kind of loaded, you know, bringing himself some weapons, protect himself. I, I can dig it. But that's Ireland. So when I hear some of you guys talk about that, I'm like, man, we had hundreds of kids that were just so wild because the children run the, the homes there. So it's different. But uh, how many of you guys were pretty exhausted this week? Be honest. From VBS. If you did VBS, raise your hand. Good job. Thank you. I will have to make one comment about the uh, counselor skit. It wasn't bad, but I've seen better. Oh, yeah. Like when I've done it with Steven, it was pretty darn good. If Steven's a farmer, then it's just amazing. Steven's not going to do The crowd excitement about it was really awesome. Yes, but they were also trying to make them feel good about themselves. But some of you guys are pretty um, clear, like meh, when doing that. You need to work on it. That's all I'm going to say about that. But we really are thankful for you guys. Mexico's win. One week? Saturday. This Saturday. So you got a lot coming up. Who's going to Mexico? About five of y'all. Good job. Want to encourage you guys when you go. It's going to be a lot of fun. Has any of you guys been before? First time? You're going to love it. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, and enjoy the experiences. I've, I've been there myself. I mean, it's hot. It's very hot. But you need to, you thought you gave yourself all this week. No, it's going to be harder down there. So make sure you guys prepared. You're going to be up very late eating dinner at 10 o'clock at night and getting up for another taco dinner at 6 a.m. 
I mean, be prepared to work. Um, try, try everything that you can for some who can, you know, I mean, obviously if you have some dietary restrictions, Caleb, um, you know, work on that. So, but I want to encourage you guys when you're going, like be involved. I'm serious. Be involved. Like get out of your comfort zone. And if you're not in your comfort zone or if you're stuck in it, let it go. Really enjoy yourselves. But it's hot. It is so hot. So you guys will have a good time. Uh, who's leading? Is, is, is Corey leading that trip? Okay. We'll, we'll pray extra hard for the security of that team. Um, you will see cops drive around with their lights on with a 50 cal machine gun on the back of the truck. It's normal. And they all wear their SWAT gear on the road. It's weird. But they have their lights on. So if they're behind you, you don't have to pull over. Because that's how they, they operate down there. So it's a little different. But it's cool. They'll probably use a siren. But there's literally a guy in the back manning the 50 cal gun. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And they're in full get up, helmet, shield, mask, and it's 100 degrees outside. I was like, huh. So I don't know if they're, I mean, from, if you ask Brandon or anyone in the family, Brian down there, they'll say some of those cops are pretty corrupt. So, but that's not to alarm you. We really had a good time. I spent all hours in the city a couple times with the family that I had, and we had a great time. So, but obviously stay with your groups. Um, don't chew gum that's on the ground. <laughs> and yeah, that's about it. All right, let's dive into this. Let's go ahead. Can I get a prayer, someone to pray this morning? So we open up. Anybody? Nobody wants to talk wow. What's that? Wants to I know. Come on, guys. Thank you, Kendall. No. <laughs> Kendall can do it. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this day, God, and I thank you for bringing us all here this morning. God, I pray that you would just um, calm Corey's nerves as he's getting ready to preach this morning, and that you would just help Andy um, to speak to us, and that you would speak through him. Um, God, I just pray that you would speak to all of us individually today, that you would remind us of camp and of VBS and everything that, um, that we've been through this year, and that you would just um, really stir in our hearts, Lord. I love you. Amen. Amen. I like how you love them, but you don't include us. It's okay. No, Corey's going to knock it out of the park today. He's going to be doing great. We love you. I love you more, but we love you. Guys, if you look at your study sheets, we have the title here. It's just commitment. Finish what you started. I wanted to kind of branch this off from camp still. We're, what, three weeks out of camp? And you guys have already been plugged into so much coming back. Um, I think we had a quick you know, talk on the group me, some of you guys kind of where you're at, some of you guys shared, some of you guys did not. So I just want to hit this hard for you guys a little bit more before you, some of you go off on your first mission trip or second, um, just to kind of keep committed to where you guys are and what you guys proclaimed at camp three weeks ago. Um, and three weeks wasn't that long. And you guys put down some things on paper, you shared with the group at the very end for a long time. You went specifically to your peers because you wanted accountability, right? How are you guys doing with that? So I want you to think about some of these things because there's, when you have commitments that you're asking somebody, if, if I went up to, to Ben and I All right, wrong person to use. Oh, this pipe off. Which one is it going? The mic? Here we go. Come on, Andy. I'm just going to leave it right here. You guys chose someone again for commitment. So if I go to Ben and Ben's not holding me accountable, is he doing me any favors? Are you guys doing each other favors if you went around asking for accountability? Some of you guys even came to us. You put us down as counselors. Why you do that, I don't know. Because uh, 
if you don't want it, don't put us down because we're going to give it back to you. Girls, you do the same thing. I'll pick on the guys a little bit more. But where are you guys at right now? I want you to think about this as we're going through this. So if you look here, we're talking about commitments. Finish what you started. You need to honor your commitments to God because it's an act of responsibility. Responsibility is your blank. We are responsible, guys, with our commitments. It's, it's not something we need to, we, that we take lightly, but we sometimes do. It's like, oh, yeah, God, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Up at camp, we're up at the mountaintop. It's all good. Everything's fine. I'm not feeling the heat when I get back down here. And again, we've been back for three weeks, and I guarantee the next day, which was Friday, some of you guys are back to your old selves. Let's face it. I was tired. I don't know about you guys, but that Friday, um, Corey called me. Saturday and he was already feeling it two days back. So I know if it's happening to the your youth leader It's happening to you guys as well Some of you guys maybe even made some commitments and didn't even flatter when you guys came back. You're like, whatever You're back to your old selves. So To God, I'm sorry honoring your commitment to honoring your commitments to God is natural responsibility So we need to be able to respond to God in obedience to what he laid on your heart at camp Can I get a reader for James 122? I also need a 1 Samuel 3.10. Okay, James 1.22, 1 Samuel 3.10. I need a Malachi 2.2. We're going old school. Malachi 2.2. Anybody? Thank you, Jamie. And I need a Luke 6.46. Jack. We'll go through some of these again. I want to keep it light for you guys. I know you got a lot coming up, but I want you to think about these things as we go through them. And I want you guys to be involved this morning. All right? This, this applies to you. It applies to all of us here. James 1.22. Who had it, Ben? Was that you? No, I had this first one. No, you didn't. You had James 1.22. Just looked at me. James 1.22. You're messing up my flow. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. What does that mean? Anyone, come on. Interactive time. You guys did it all week. Jack. Do what you say you're going to do. Thank you. How many of you guys signed up for VBS? Did things that you said you were going to do. Participated. Maybe some of you guys didn't do things you were going to do. But you guys had to act in obedience. There was a responsibility. You had a responsibility to the ministry of these kids, all these visitors. I'm telling you right now, every day my son came home, that's all he talked about. I know how tired you guys were. I've been there, but the impact that it has on these kids is huge. I mean, Jamie, didn't I have to tell them to almost like shut up a couple times? Like, yeah, it's great, but <laughs> okay, it's, yeah, you got a piggyback ride from Kagan or Elliot. That's, that's wonderful. But those are things that last forever. I kid you not. I can remember even some of the kids from when I was in, in the, not really youth, but going out at the end of my senior year doing VBS. You never forget that. So the impact you guys have is huge by being doers of the word, not hearers only. First Samuel three ten. And the Lord came and stood and called as at the other time, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak for the thy servant heareth. So what was Samuel doing? Say it. Who's a sleeping? He wasn't sleeping, but yeah, he was trying. But he was. Listening. listening. He was listening. So actively listen is your blank. Actively listen when God has spoken to you. God has spoken to a lot of you guys, I'd hope, through camp, through VBS. 
even when you're actively participating, when you guys are being doers of the word, God is still communicating through that, through that act of obedience. Again, act of responsibility, actively listening. So when you're being a doer of the word, you also, also need to be listening. Malachi 2.2. 2. <clears throat> I have loved you, saith the Lord. Yet ye say, Wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith the Lord? Yet I have loved Jacob. Okay. I oh, know I read that wrong. You, you, you did, yeah. I'm it's it's okay. It's two two. Two two. Got it. Check. Whose wife is that? If you will not lay it to heart. Give God glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts. I will even send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Yea, I have cursed them already, because you do not lay it to heart. Okay. You need to lay your commitment to heart. What does that mean? Somebody, keep it simple. You guys are rough on Sundays. Anyone? Like, mean what you try, like, try to actually do it. What? Like, not have it be empty and actually do it. Okay, yeah. Anybody else? Anything you want to add? The very pretty girl in the back with the baby. Uh, no, I look at it, like, <laughs> similar to, like, Daniel, like, purposing in your heart to do what God has asked you to do. Yes. Like, you're not going to hear, you're not going to lay it to heart, he's going to not bless you, so... Um, with our commitments, like if we're not keeping those things close to our heart all the time and remembering them, then we're going to be cursed. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's what I was thinking about that as well. I mean, how many of you guys, honestly, I mean, we, we break commitments every day, don't we? I mean, we set these little goals, yeah, again, not even just for camp, but just, just for our lives, our walk with our walk in you know, with the Lord, even through discipleship. I mean, how many times have we canceled? We break our commitments. We break our promises. We do. But we need to lay these things down with our heart, as it's saying here. It's a, with a purpose. Because when we're doing things just for our flesh to check it off the box, it's not the same. And you guys know that. You guys have that same feeling. We need to do things purposefully. And then last one here, Luke 6.46, who had that? And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? That one, like, stabs you right in the heart. When God asks you to do something... Do it. Do it. Now, that's not a blank in there, but you should underline that. That's a very... Read that one more time for me, Jack. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? We're selfish people. We call upon the Lord for everything. I remember when we were at, we were at Cedar Point, right? And a bunch of you guys who I had to ride a coaster with, you were calling on the God right there going up the hill because you were scared. But afterwards, once you, you, know, you figured out you were safe, all was good. You need to live your life like you're going up that hill all the time where you're scared calling on the Lord. Who was I sitting by? Rose. I know she's not here. She was about to pass out. It was bad. And then, um, Scott, you're over there, about ready, you know, screaming like a girl. I'm sorry, I should you know, throw you under the bus. But 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 Jaden was screaming as well a couple times there, going up the hill. But it's true. I mean, you're calling on the God, save me, save me. You know, you're looking over the edge. Think about that. That's how we need to kind of look at our lives. You know, when so when God asks us to do something, guys, we need to do it. All right. Honoring your commitments to God is an act of reverence to God. Reverence is your blank. What does that mean, reverence? Ben? Kind of like respect. Yeah. To revere. Like, you guys should revere me. No, it doesn't fit. I don't want that. 
but to respect, to put a liking to. Exactly. So reverend the Lord will bring you into submission to His will. Reverence, ben, like you said, it is a type of honor and respect that is deeply felt and outwardly demonstrated. If you don't revere God for who He is, you will never really obey Him. And I have to, I, I look at that, let's, let's read that again. If we don't revere God for who He is, we will never obey Him. I'd be lying if I say that. I don't kind of thought I just walk around with just God in my back pocket. I'm a Christian. I believe that. I believe that God obviously died on the cross for my sins and saved my soul. And I believe a lot of you guys think that too. But I think sometimes we just take God and just put Him here. And we use Him when we want Him. Do we really revere God? Do we have that full respect? And... You guys are, when you're pushed to your limits, to your physical breaking points, when you guys are, have been hit this week through VBS, you're exhausted. You know, I, I remember even discipling yesterday with, uh, with two. I mean, you could just tell he, he was tired. You know, are, are you, when you guys are going through your, your training, when you're going through your devotions, are you just doing this to check off the box? Because we need to look at things differently. You need to have some revere for the God, the, the creator of the universe. Because at any point, everything can be taken away. How many of us just do that? We just walk around and just, oh, he, he's there. I'll get him when I need him. But, I mean, we have to, I mean, truly, think about that. Revere God. Have a reverence for God. I know a lot of you guys, I mean, I've been there. We, we do that with our professional athletes. You know, people have, they, they uh, reverence celebrities. Why? I don't know. You know, your musicians. We put everybody else, I mean, even your significant others. Who knows? Why aren't we putting that same reverence in God? You know who you are. I'm there. I've, I've done that many times. If you don't revere God for who He is, we'll never obey Him. We're not able to be in a close relationship with God if we don't put Him above everything. And I mean absolutely everything. So how do we do that? There's a couple things. Let's go to Galatians. I need someone to read Galatians 2. 20 through 21. I need a reader for Luke 23, 40 through 43. Who's got Galatians? Did you already read? Okay. Galatians, Luke, Dustin, Deuteronomy 6, 13. Sammy, also take, um, there's a few in there I got. Deuteronomy 6, 13, 8, 6, and 10, 12. You want to just do all, knock them all out? In 1 Samuel 12, 14. Kendall. I need Proverbs 2.5, Jacob, and Ecclesiastes 8.12. Who's got it? Thank you, Mason. All right, let's... So before we read Galatians 2.20-21, you're blank here. So are you willing to die to your flesh? A lot of you guys this week probably felt like you were going to die, but you weren't. You were tested, but you really weren't pushed over the edge. You had your Starbucks. You had your energy drinks. Your heart's probably going to explode by the time you're 20, just so you know. So you guys weren't, you guys weren't really pushed to the full edge, but you got a taste of it. Now do you know how tiring and hard ministry really is? I mean, you got a little, little snidbit. And again, for you guys going to Mexico, uh, Brian teaches like six times on a Sunday. Every Sunday in a full suit and tie from Monterey to Guadalupe to El Saltillo, I mean, all over the place. And he crashes on Monday to rest. So you think you've done it? You've done nothing. You got to come in here from, what, 8 to 1 and go home and back to your fluffy job. 
or fluffy couch, whatever it is you do. Anyway, yeah, and that's good. I want, I'm glad you guys got a sense of what this looks like and how hard it really is. But again, those who are going to Mexico, get ready for a wake-up call. VBS is uh, nothing compared to what you're about to go through. So, are you willing to die to your flesh and obey him? Galatians 2.20, 21. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless, I live yet not by, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate with the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in me. Someone give me an example. What does it mean to die to your flesh? Somebody, anything. Again, this is simple, guys. Kendall. Not do the things that you want to do. Right. Man, this week I wanted to do a lot of things I wanted to do. I, I love riding my motorcycle. It, it, Jamie knows it. Luckily, or I'm, I should say I'm fortunate that she allows me to have my time to escape and go do that. But that's a desire I have a lot. I mean, Rick, you're a car guy. You, I mean, there's those things that we just love. I have those same loves for, for music. If I want to go in my music room and just you know play my drums or something like that. What is that for you guys? For some of you, it's sports. For some of you, it's curling irons. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, anything that we put before God, right? Are we willing to really just give that up and die to our flesh for his sake? And in, in a sense, in an act of obedience, you guys did demonstrate some of that this week. I mean, there's other things that you guys could have been doing. But you chose to invest in our kids, in our church. Some of you went on vacation. Again, I get it. But I know you would have been here if you could. But those are things that you guys have to think about. Again, those going to Mexico especially. Get ready to die to your flesh on things you've never done. I'm not scaring you, but it's, it's different. It's a different country. It's hot. And I know you wear jeans all the time, Jaden. Maybe not a good idea. Just saying. All right. So, yeah, they're a little different, but it's hot. So, all right. Um, just lost my place. See, are you willing to die to your flesh? Do you have a biblical fear of God? That's your blank fear. Someone, break that down for me. Anyone? Come on. What does it mean to have a biblical fear of God? I mean, we are talking about the guy who made you, who can, at any time. Who? Heather? So I sometimes look at it as it not just a, well, if I do this, then he's going to condemn me for this. But it, it's right. like, when I look at, like, Corey, I don't want to hurt him. So I'm afraid... I'll say I'm afraid to hurt his feelings, so I wouldn't say this or do this, and I do it because I honor and I love him. Yeah. And so that would be an aspect of fear. God, you look to him in his ways rather than your own. Exactly. You're afraid of what he would say or think, and there's consequences to your actions. Yep. So that'd be like a, it, that's kind of how it unfolds. Yeah. And same thing for us as parents. I mean, same thing. We we want a healthy fear from our children. I mean, I, I'm at the point now where I can just do this to Logan. And he cowers. I mean, it's like a puppy. His ears go down, and it's like, oh, shoot. I mean, Rick, your poor kids probably just soil themselves the way you look at them. There's a lot of people that do that. <laughs> but, it, but it's true. You watch it. If, I mean, some of you guys have even seen it. I'll just look at the Logan, and he'll... It's, it's the same way. I look at it that way, too. It's like, God, I'm sorry. You know, please know. Yes. Do you think that, too, like, if you look at it from a parent's perspective, like, it's not just... 
it's not fear that we want them to like cower that way. Also. Correct. It's like when they're not with us, we want them to think like, should I do this? Like, what would mom and dad think? And it's the same thing with the Lord. Like when you like you can't see exactly, the Lord and you know he's there, but you kind of forget that he's there sometimes. And you're like, oh, what would God think if I said this or I did this? And like, you yeah. always are kind of in the back of your head thinking like, does that honor them? Like, does that honor my parents? Does that honor the Lord? So it's like that kind of fear. Like, exactly. Do this. And you teens are that same way. I mean, with our cell phones, I mean, should I be looking at this? Should I watch that movie? Should I listen to this song? Should I go to that party? You, if you know the Lord, you know right from wrong on that end. So you need to be thinking about that. Let's read some of these verses. Who had Luke 23? Go ahead. It's 40 to 43, right? Luke 23, 40, 40 to 43, yes. But the other, answered, the other answering rebuked him, saying... Dost thou not, dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds, but this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Remember when thou comest into my kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Good. Deuteronomy, uh, Sam, you got a couple in there. 613. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him, and shalt swear by his name. Uh, this is 8-6. Mm-hmm. Okay. Therefore thou shalt keep his commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. And then 10-12. That is, and now, Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee, but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Yeah, I don't know about you, but when I get up in the morning, like I, I, I don't always get to have my direct... Uh, morning devotions right away. One, I'm selfish and I like to hit my snooze button three, four times. It's a good button. I mean, that's... So much that I want to throw is, that, is it that bad? I mean, I don't think there really is a number you can put on a snooze, but I use it a lot and I abuse it. So, um, but I do spend a lot of time in prayer when I'm going into work and even in my office all the time. And I, I think about these things and I have to be, I have to be even reminded even in my job, it's like, I'm more susceptible, obviously, to danger than maybe to other people. Not so much now, because I'm not on the road. But I think about this, it's like, you know, my fear of God. Okay, yes, He is the God of, uh, the creator of all things, and He can do whatever He wants. But, but the big picture is, you know, do I, do I have that, that healthy fear like a child has from his father? Or do I just simply like, yeah, it's just God. I, I'm comfortable with that. I don't like being in that place. And I think a lot of times we can kind of get in that, in that frame of mind that, well, I'm, I'm a Christian. I, I know where I'm going when I die. But that's not enough. What you guys did this week was good, but it wasn't enough. I know you maybe felt like, well, I gave it my all. Yeah, in some ways, but in other ways, nah, probably not. There's more to be done. VBS is one week out of the, in your lives a year that we do this. Your missions are getting ready to come up with school your mission field. Some of you guys who play sports, your, your team, some of you guys have talked about that in your camp commitments, uh, being more of a stand up for God and, and present them to your teammates. Uh, some of you guys that are in choir, you know, cheerleading, anything really. 
you guys have your ministries and you guys know where it's at. School starts in what, two weeks? Yay. No. Okay, relax. Don't shoot the messenger. Thank you, Megan. She's like, all right, one month. Chill the flip out. Holy crap. Just throwing it out there. You should be excited. It's your ministry. That's so fake. Thank you. Yes, learning is fun. But these are things you guys need to be thinking of. It's, it's coming up. You guys are, some of you are going to be seniors. Last year, go out with a bang. All right? Where did we finish off? Who did that last one? Sammy? 1 Samuel, Samuel 12, 14. If you, will fear the, if you will fear the Lord and serve him and obey his voice and not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then shall both he and also the king that reigneth over you continue following the Lord your God. Proverbs 2, 5. Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And Ecclesiastes 8.12. No sinner do evil and hundred times shall in his days be prolonged. Yet surely I know that it shall be well with them that fear God which fear before him. Good, thank you. Third point down. Honoring your commitments to God requires remembrance. What's Remembrance. Kind of in the word. Anybody? Remember. remember. I always think of Lion King. I think of Mufasa in the clouds. Is that too old for you guys? No. Megan, Heather, Rick, we're all like, Jay, we're like, yes, I get it. Remember. I, I, I can't not see it without seeing the clouds and Simba's running after his dad. No, dad! And he leaves. Yeah. It was a sad part. I did cry. I did. It was at 1996. I mean, that was, that was a touching moment. I could really get off and talk about the different aspects of that movie and how it impacts life. Anyway, remembering. Remember what God was speaking to your heart the day you made your commitment to him. When you guys were at camp, again, we're going back to camp. You sat down and had a plethora of time to write out your commitments. What was God speaking to your heart that day you wrote those down? Did you write those down because God was actually talking to you? Or did you write them down because we told you to? How many of you guys still have your commitments written down? You still have your study sheets from uh, Pastor Tony? You guys looked through that? How many of you guys looked through it? Caleb, no, he probably threw it away. Nope. Go back through though. It's amazing. So we, we keep all of ours. I'm not a hoarder, but when it comes to like um, JBI stuff, I mean, Megan, you know I'm talking about Rick. We, we, you collect everything. There's binders everywhere. And I look back at all the old camp stuff that we've had because we even keep our old t-shirts. It's amazing looking back something from 10 years ago, and it's like, wow, I needed that today. So don't throw those things away. It's, it's, it's just like a time capsule of God saying, hey, I got this for you right when you need it. So I, I like that. It might be corny, but helps me remember. So remember what God was speaking to your heart the day you guys made those camp commitments. So we are a forgetful people. And I feel like I've gotten that more and more lately as I've gotten older. It's like I just, my mind is just overloaded with so much <laughs> that I just forget. What'd you say? I don't have dementia. No, not yet. At least I don't think I do. Wait, is that how it works? Yes. Early onset. <laughs> Got it. All right. But it's true. It's like we get so overloaded. I mean, you guys have the same thing. You just completely just blip out. 
I mean, we'll just call it a Biden moment. You blur, and you forget. It happens. So we are forgetful people. But we ought not to forget the blessings and teachings we have received from God. Those kids this week, guys, will never forget what you guys did. Ever. And my kid's got a memory like a steel trap. I mean, he remembers things. I mean, again, he's seven. He remembers things from when he was three. Like, he just does. It's amazing. And if you think about it, I mean, I can actually go back to when I was a youth. And I still vividly remember some things I did, even as a kid. It's, it's weird how that happens subconsciously. I mean, think about that. If you guys close your eyes and think back to when you were just three or four, there's still things in your life that you can remember. It's the weirdest thing. How many of you guys have had that grandpa in the war that just tells you stories that'll just talk? I had that. I mean, he told stories and stories and stories and stories. And they're great. I love that. So... <clears throat> remembrance. So we're forgetful people. Uh, where'd I go? So everything God speaks to us, we're accountable for when, he, for when we see him face to face. And guess what? That's going to happen one day. Did you know that? Every single one of you, we're going to see God face to face. Are you ready? If you're in here and you're not ready, get ready. It's going to happen. I always say that we, the things that most people, we all have in common, we're born obviously, and we're all going to die. I mean, every single person. And I think that's like can even be a really, maybe morbid, but also at the same time, a good segue with people among your peers. Like, listen, man, you're going to die someday. Lead with that. It's, it's shocking what kind of conversation you can have. I mean, Megan, you and I, with our jobs, we deal with people in crisis all the time, right? I mean, you hear, Megan hears the worst and worst of things before then she gives it to me. And I'm like, why are you giving this crap to me? I don't want to hear it. But she has to deal with people in their psychotic moments all the time. She'll tell you how things, you just wonder if people get through it, you know? And, and I, th I think of people in those situations where it's like, man, if, if they only knew what Christ done for me and in your lives, how much better off people can be. Oh, only if they knew. Well, that's our job. We're selfish people too. I should have put that in here. Even though that we're forgetful, we're selfish people. By nature, we just are. I told you I like riding my bike. If Jamie gave me the option of riding today, of going shopping with her or go riding my bike, what do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go shopping with her, right? She's back there, no, no, I wouldn't. I'd be like, no, I'm gonna go ride. We're just a selfish people, I hate shopping. So, I, I mean, I absolutely hate it. Um, if you want to go shopping, take Ben. He loves it. So, I absolutely do not do that. So, we need to think about that. We know so much, guys, of what you guys have been given. The t I, I've said this for years. Not just this church, but this body. The youth leaders you had, even before me. I, I only want to include me. Stephen, now Corey and Heather with Rick and Megan, you guys have, at the end of the day, just this is all you need. But you're more equipped than we ever were at your age. And I hate to see it when it's wasted. I do. I, I don't know what more you can have. I mean, Rick, is there anything? Megan, Heather, Jamie? I mean, they're, they're equipped. But we're selfish. We are selfish people. And again, I know I mentioned school in two weeks, but it's a month. Start thinking about this, guys. Start thinking about what you're going to be doing. That is your ministry. You should be excited for that. Or are you not? I'm going to leave it at that. Or maybe you're just not. 
So again, we're going to be accountable to God when we see him face to face. And that's going to happen at one someday, rather sooner or later. Who knows? I'm hoping we're raptured sooner. But all right, we'll finish up here. Um, forgetting what God has taught us will lead us astray from his will and ultimately destroy us. And we got time. I do want to do a couple of these verses. So forgetting what God has taught us will lead us to stray from his will and destroy us. What's that mean? Come on. Someone explain that. Heather. I think of the building. And every monumental thing that God does in your life is like a building block. Yep. You're building it up. And when you, the things that God has done from the beginning and the things that he's done like doing now, you can choose the things he's done from the beginning and forgotten them, and they can be ripped up and it causes everything else. It's like a Jenga, Jenga block. Like a Jenga block. Exactly. It comes crumbling down. It comes crumbling down. That's what I think about it. Exactly. Anybody else add to that? Okay. Let's get some readers here. Um, we're going to be in Deut Deuteronomy 4.9. Okay, again, 4.23. Then, 6.12, Sammy, 8.14, Caleb, Garrett, 8.19, Second Kings, 17.38, Jack, Psalm, 78.7, Ricky, Psalm, 103.2, Jamie, she's so pretty, Psalm, 119.16, okay, in that order, go ahead. Only take heed to thyself, and keep thyself diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons, and thy sons' sons. Okay. 4.23. Take heed unto yourselves, lest ye forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you, and make you a graven image, or the like, likeness of anything which the Lord thy God hath forbidden thee. Okay. 6.12. Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from, from the house of bondage. 8.14. Then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forgetteth, forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. 8.19. And it shall be, if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. What's the key word there with those verses? It's your blank. We need to remember. Right? Remember. 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 Watch Lion King later. It's part of your homework. It's going to change your life. And I'm not talking about the new Isn't there a new one? It's, it's the old one, the cartoon, before Disney went woke. Second Kings, seventeen thirty-eight. And the covenant that I have made with you, ye shall not forget; neither shall ye fear other gods. Again, don't forget. Remember Psalm seventy-eight seven. That they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments. Again, not forget. Remember one hundred three two. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of His benefits. There it is again. Forget not. To remember, one nineteen sixteen. I will delight myself in thy statues. I will not forget thy word. Forget not. We can for, we're forgetful people, guys. Don't forget what it is you know. 
what our job is, what our mission is. I know it's a lot. I know there's so much coming up, and I know you're tired. Keep fighting through it until we are called home. If, you are st if there's still breath in your lungs, and you're still alive, and you're, and you're moving, actively fight for it. Keep going, no matter what. Don't hit the snooze four or five times. I'm talking to me. I know how hard it is. I know there's other people in this room that do the same thing. I call her Susie Snoozy. So it's a bad relationship. So don't do it. All right, guys. In conclusion here, since we have returned from camp, we can all say life has been pretty busy, right? Yes? Okay. Some of you are still going strong in your commitments. And a lot of you have gone right back into your old ways, forgetting your commitments altogether. As you guys move through the next few weeks, examine your hearts, examine your priorities to put God and your commitment to Him first in your life. Prepare your hearts for this upcoming school year beginning now, and it starts with a full surrender to God and obedience to what you heard at camp. Remember, partial obedience is disobedience. We need to fully remember Him and give Him our complete obedience this coming year. All right, guys? Who wants to close in prayer?